0: Welcome, listeners, and thanks for joining us on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. In this episode, we're going to meet ghosts on the Greek island of Crete. The Drosolites refers to a long procession of ghosts seen by residents around Franco Castello Castle in the Savakia region of the island of Crete in Greece. The eerie spectacle is rumored to be visible every year on the anniversary of the Battle of Franco Castello near a small village in southern Crete. The spectral procession is observed when the sea is calm and the atmosphere is moist and before the sun rises too high in the sky. The appearance of these apparitions is well documented over the ages, and you'll be meeting them today. Well, before we start, here's a reminder to check out the Paranormal Factor podcast Facebook page. Every single day, Monday through Friday, there's new paranormal and supernatural material for you to explore. Fans of the show know it's the best place to find monsters, quizzes, film, TV, and book recommendations, and current paranormal news stories from around the world. Now, on to our episode. It was a hot and humid summer morning in Crete. A group of hikers had already started walking by the sea toward the castle of Franco Castello near the town of Savakia. Everything was quiet, and all they could hear was the song of the cacadas and the relaxing sound of waves. As soon as they reached the Venetian fort, they spent some time staring at the ripples forming on the sea surface. But it didn't take long until they all instinctively turned their heads towards the nearby monastery of Agios Haralambos, and what they saw? It left them frozen in fear. Tall, shadowy figures holding medieval weapons started sprinting towards them. Some of these warriors even looked as if they rode phantom horses. Well, the hikers couldn't speak nor move, they stood there mesmerized by the group of phantom warriors that ran towards them. And strangely, the closer the shadows appeared to be, the smaller they became. And just like that, a few meters away from them, they simply disappeared. Later that day, they learned from the locals they were lucky enough to experience seeing the Drosolites, the Phantom Warriors of Crete. According to a local legend, a group of Greek fighters who lost their lives during the Battle of Frango Castello still haunt the area. They appear as ghost fighters on some spring mornings, always surprising those who visit the castle and the nearby area with their shocking appearance out of the early mornings dewy mist. There are countless reports of locals and visitors who have witnessed this phenomenon. Some of them had never heard of the legend, but they still saw the shadowy figures approaching the castle. Frango Castello Fortress is located on the southern coast of Crete, roughly 50 miles south of Hania City and 7.5 miles east of Sifakia. The name Franco Castello translated to Castle of Franks which is the name the local Greeks used for the Venetians. The fortress was built by the Venetians between 1371 and 1374 as a means to protect the southern coast of Crete from the attacks of pirates and also as a base to suppress any Greek uprisings. However, the local Sophocans, led by the six Patsos brothers, would destroy at night what was built during the day, making the construction impossible. Eventually, the castle was completed and ultimately would fall into the possession of the Greeks. The Battle of Franco-Costello occurred during the years of the Greek War for Independence against the Turkish Ottoman Empire. On May 17, 1828, the warriors of Crete occupied the castle in an attempted uprising against the Turks. The army consisted of 350 men, and was led by Hatsimikoulos Delianus from Imperius. But the fortress was quickly besieged by the Turks. The army of Crete protected the fort for more than seven days, and continued fighting even when victory seemed improbable. Eventually, the battle ended in a massacre. All of the Cretan warriors were slaughtered, their bodies left on the beach to decay. Each year in May, a strange phenomenon happens in Franco Costello. Shadowy horsemen and soldiers march, appearing from the dewy mists. They reach the sea and disappear into it, with the first rays of the sun, the phenomenon usually lasting for only about ten minutes. The apparitions, as described by witnesses, consist of a group of shadows dressed in black, walking or riding, armed with weapons moving from the monastery of Agios Paralambos towards the old 14th century castle, franco Castello, Legend has it that these apparitions are, in fact, the Greek fighters who died during the Battle of Franco-Costello on May 17, 1828. And since that time, they appear as supernatural beings in this vicinity, their old haunts, as it were. The local people named them Drosolites, or Dew Shadows, due to the time of day the sightings take place. It is on these mornings before the sun has barely risen above the horizon, and when the sea is calm and the atmosphere is moist, that the army of shadows will start to congeal out of the gloom and begin to march directly towards the castle. Locals claim you can see the phantoms taking the shape of marching men and riders on horseback. You can clearly make out the weapons in their hands. Some witnesses report you can even see mysterious expressions on their faces. Sometimes this army of ghosts is completely silent, while at other times people swear to be able to hear voices and the sounds of horses and footsteps. It's believed this restless army that perished at the castle during that long-ago scene of carnage cannot find rest and may be doomed to repeat their visitation forever. The shadows can be seen from over half a mile away and draw closer and closer to those seeing them before fading away back to where they came from, waiting until the next time they are summoned to attack the castle. On some occasions, several years will pass before the spectral army makes an appearance depending on the conditions at the time. In other years, they may appear more than once And local Greeks and tourists aren't the only ones to have seen them. In 1890, passing Turkish troops allegedly saw the phantoms and fled, terrified of the ghostly apparitions. And German forces occupying Crete during World War II reported seeing these phantoms, supposedly even opening fire on the ghosts thinking they were real enemy resistance fighters. Even several prominent Greek authorities have claimed to have seen the apparitions over the years. It can be said that the legend of the ghostly warriors certainly hasn't hurt tourism for this area of Crete. It is splendidly beautiful and the castle is indeed impressive. But for most tourists who visit, especially those in May, there is always the hope they'll get an opportunity to glimpse the ghosts, if conditions are right. The locals, of course, have lived with and been aware of the folklore for a much longer time, centuries actually. And how do they feel about the supernatural soldiers? Like many places with distinct haunted locations, there are those who believe it and others who do not. And of course, there are those who say they have seen it. But there's another element for the Greeks, pride. It is a pride born of patriotism and gratitude for the ultimate sacrifice of the soldiers who defended a castle and in so doing, resisted an enemy empire. They remember with appreciation the conflict fought for Greek independence. So the ghostly army is never seen as a threat. In fact, it's a reassuring vision of Greek spirit. And the sense of pride has been captured not only in the attitude toward the phenomenon, but also in poetic terms, it would seem. The ghost soldiers are mentioned in an anonymous Cretan mantinata, a traditional poem which dates back to the early 20th century. The poem reads, But still to this day, on the 17th of May, the whole army appears with Hatza and they fight in the clouds, and the unbelievers hear voices and tramp of horses at the sides of the castle. All the ghost soldiers you see and fear, but God have pity on them. They do not hurt anyone. What do they wish, and what do they want to be remembered? Those who were slaughtered there, so the mountains tremble. Certainly beautiful words for a haunting sentiment. And as much as we want to believe that these phantoms are real, we must consider, are these really ghostly specters? Or is there a more rational scientific explanation that can account for the phenomenon? Well. Perhaps there is. The main scientific theory is that these are nothing but some sort of atmospheric phenomenon, possibly some sort of feta morgana illusion. This optical phenomenon happens when faraway objects are projected and distorted over large distances due to rays of light bending through different temperatures and a steep thermal inversion. In this case, it is compounded by moisture in the air and the heat of the nearby sand. During Feta Morgana instances, objects many miles away can be projected to another place to create very realistic-looking apparitions, in this case theorized to be from Libyan troops training on a faraway shore. Making the search for answers more difficult is the fact that the Droselites have never been properly photographed or videotaped making it that much harder to come to a consensus on what could be going on. Strangely, many have tried to gather photographic evidence, only to find blank images later. So, some explain this as a meteorological paradox, bringing reflections from Africa. Another theory is it's some trick of the light because of the sun rays deflection in the morning fog. And it does seem telling that the ghostly appearances only occur when the conditions are right, And as we've heard, if the conditions are missing for years, there are no appearances during those times. On the other hand, why do the sightings only occur in May, and especially around the 17th of May, the anniversary of the Battle of Franco-Costello in 1828, which was a battle for independence? That seems highly coincidental. And if it is Libyan troops drilling on some faraway shore, Why is the image not seen at other times? While the atmospheric conditions are prominent during May, that is not the only time the right conditions exist there. And how is it that the images don't change appearance over appearance? If this was simply a projection of Libyan troops, surely they would look different each time they were sighted. So these explanations are really not very convincing because those who have seen the Drosolitas and there are lots of people who have, always described the same image. That image is of black shadowy soldiers marching towards the sea. Their weapons are ancient. Some ride horses. There are no modern images seen, and the vision is not random in subject or appearance. So far, no consensus has been reached as to the cause of the apparitions. Some have suggested the Ghost Army is a mirage, caused by the calm seas and moist atmosphere of the early morning. However, others are certain that it is the Greek patriots returning to Franco Costello to defend their independence, ghost warriors fighting a never-ending battle across the centuries. Gruesomely, the Turkish victors hauled the dead Greek defenders onto the nearby beach, and let their bodies rot under the Mediterranean sun, allowing the sea and the sands to claim their bodies. Could this haunting be a case of unfinished business? Some have suggested the ghost warriors are not just defending the castle, but are also more significantly seeking a proper burial. As author and crypto expert Brent Swanser says, The phenomenon has still never been adequately explained and manages to continue to baffle and perplex people. To this day, the phantom army of Franco Castello attracts crowds of visitors every year hoping to catch a glimpse of it all, and locals will excitedly tell of their experiences with it, Swanser says. What is going on at this otherwise quaint island paradise? Do the ghosts of the dead wander these shores, or is this something more mundane. Since the appearance of the Drosolites has been reported hundreds of times over the past two centuries, I think we can safely say it is more than just a local folktale. Whatever the case may be, the ghostly warriors of Crete have apparently not found rest yet, so if you feel inclined to make a visit in the month of May, say around the 17th, you may even get to see them for yourself. Postscript. Frango Costello is not only a castle full of ghosts, but it is also a small village that's slowly but surely developing into a tourist resort. There are hotels and inns, warm and inviting neighborhood restaurants, or tavernas, and of course the stunning castle itself. And there are also three beautiful sandy beaches. The most popular beach lies below the castle, and it is the very spot where the ghosts appear. During May. Well, in our next episode, we're counting down the top five supernatural tales from the Sunshine State. You'll be encountering the weirdest of the weird in the state of Florida ghosts? Check. Cryptids? Check. UFOs? Of course. After listening to our episode, you'll either want to stay away or be on the first flight out to investigate for yourself. So join us as we investigate the top paranormal stories Florida has to offer. Next time on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. And now it's time for the episode quiz. You know it, quiz time. Here we go. What kind of creature is the Ozark Howler? Is it A, a Bigfoot, B, a large cat-like creature, C, a giant howler monkey, or D, a dogman? Once again, what kind of creature is the Ozark Howler? Is it a Bigfoot, a large cat-like creature, a giant howler monkey, or a dogman? And the answer is... B. A large cat-like creature. Eyewitnesses have come forward claiming to have seen a mysterious cat-like monster in the Ozarks, a creature unlike anything they have ever seen before. Also known as the Ozark Black Howler, the Hoo-Hoo, the Nightshade Bear, and the Devil Cat, it's a legendary creature alleged to live in remote areas of Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, and even Texas. It is typically described as being bear-sized, with a thick body, stocky legs, black shaggy hair, glowing red eyes, and prominent horns and its cry is often described as being a combination of a wolf's howl, an elk's bugle, and the laugh of a hyena. Many are sure they have encountered it. Some attribute the sightings to the presence of an escaped big cat in the mountains, but others say something more is behind them. But, of course, it's just a local legend, right? Or is it? If you'd like to learn more about the Ozark Howler, check out Season 3's Episode 3, where you'll get to meet this creepy cryptid up close, right here on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. Well, that'll do it for this episode. A theme song is Knockers by Cinco, courtesy of Upbeat Music. Hey, before you leave if you could please do me just two favors first of all if you did enjoy the show please leave a like on your favorite listening application and secondly if you liked what you heard please spread the word love to have some new listeners out there to join you i'm your host richard wright keep your eyes open for the unusual folks and thanks for stopping by